Welcome back to another episode of the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Holly Knoll, and I am a business coach who has a program that makes it easy for mid-career women to start their businesses. It's called The Consultant Code. And starting the spring, we are relaunching a brand new group coaching program, which I'm super excited to roll out. And stay tuned, follow me on Instagram or LinkedIn to to hear more. And also, so before you listen to this episode, go to hollynoll.com slash free and download the workbook. This workbook is intended to be used in conjunction with this podcast. So I'm going to walk you through the workbook step-by-step. And I'm also going to Um, I'm also going to give you more color around how to answer each question and how to dream really big when it comes to starting your business. So thank you for being here today. You took the very first step to starting a business. I'm going to show you in six different ways how to get started. So let's get started. I hope you've got your workbook. Again, go to hollynoll.com slash free, grab your workbook. It's totally free and you're absolutely going to need it as we walk through this podcast, and it's going to be your guide to start your business. So starting a business, um, you know, we don't just wake up one day and have a business. Obviously, there's some planning that goes into it. There's some thought work that goes into it. There's some trial and error. But really, my goal is to make your trial and error as little on the error side as possible. I want to make this as easy for you. I want you to get you up and running quickly And learning from my mistakes, I have developed this guide called My Business Blueprint that will help you get up and running, making the fewest mistakes possible, and clarifying a few very, very, very key areas that I failed to do when I first started my business. And it caused me a lot of headaches down the road. So let's get philosophical first. Um, So remember, you're the boss of your life now. And sometimes we don't feel that way as an employee and working for someone else. We can sometimes feel like the company's our boss, at least for eight hours a day when we're supposed to be a butt in a seat doing the things and making the people happy. But for today and moving forward, as you develop your business, I want you to remember you're the boss of your life. You are in the driver's seat. And starting out in this first section, section one, we're going to create your vision. This is where you're going to imagine your ideal day and your life. Imagine that you have unlimited choices, including the freedom to choose what projects you work on and when you do them, the type of work that you work on and when you do it. You have the full autonomy to make these important decisions and grow your business how you want easily. So dream big. The possibilities are endless. So first of all, I want you to think about how you want to feel each day when you wake up. Imagine that you're just starting your day. You've got your whole day ahead of you as a business owner, and you're just waking up. Your alarm goes off. And how do you want to feel? Think about maybe how you feel today when you wake up, the alarm goes off and you're working for someone else or maybe doing something you don't really like. How do you feel and how would you rather feel? I always love using that as a baseline. I I used to hear my alarm go off and just dread the day that was ahead of me, dread the meetings I had, dread the people that I had to talk to. I used to dread just like getting out of bed and having to get ready and having to commute and just be, again, a butt in a seat. And that just wasn't fulfilling for me after a while. And I decided I don't want to live like that anymore. Each day I want to feel good. 
I want to look forward to what's coming. I want to be excited about the work that I have and the conversations that I've scheduled. I want to feel appreciated and valued. So think about all the things that you want to feel when you begin each day. And then I want you to think about what your ideal workday looks like. So how would you ideally conduct your workday? Are you working from home? Are you going to a co-working space? Are you working in an office? Are you working from, I don't know, your bed, a couch, somewhere, a tropical island? Think big. Even if it doesn't feel doable, think big because your brain is going to pick up on that. Your subconscious picks up on that. And if you start saying your big dreams now, fast forward in time, there's a good chance, a much bigger chance that you could actually be living that dream, even though it feels like an impossible reality right now. So dream big. Nothing is off the table. Nothing's out of the question. So think about what you want your ideal workday to look like. And then think about what you want to surround yourself by each day. Um, how, what, what kind of, do you want to be surrounded in like a busy, chattery, energetic atmosphere? Do you want to be in a calm, peaceful, soothing atmosphere? Does it depend? Do you want your pets around you? Do you want your children around you? Do you want your children at school or in daycare? Do you want to be surrounded by other entrepreneurs also working on their job, jobs and dreams and um, and ideas? What is going to make you come alive? What kind of space do you see yourself working in? Both the energy, aesthetically, where do you, when you look up from your computer or from the work that you're doing, what do you want to see? How do you want to feel? What do you want to be surrounded by? So use these questions to craft your vision of overall how you want your life to start looking. Once you make that switch into business ownership and entrepreneurship, once you make that leap from being a, an employee to working for yourself and where you're calling the shots and you're in the driver's seat. So that's section one of the guide. Section two, we're going to talk about your strengths and this section is important because it's so important to highlight what you're good at. So often in corporate America, we're just continuously given feedback around, if you could just fix this, you need to improve that. And, and it's almost like we have to fix ourselves to be accepted or promoted or to be liked. And when you start your own business, all of that goes out the window. You get to focus on what you do well, because that is what people are going to pay for, pay you for. That is why people are going to buy your product or service because of what you do well, not because of what you're trying to fix. Not to say we can't continue developing ourselves and growing. Heck, having your own business is the ultimate self-development plan. If you're not into self-development, don't start a business because that is the main theme of starting a business. But I want you to build a business centered around what you do well your talents that are uniquely yours. So imagine a career that revolves around your passions and strengths. And now that's the dream. So I want you to list five to 10 of your top strengths. And for those of you out there who have done Strengths Finder, um, maybe go dust that off. See if those, those strengths that you did that were you identified with the last time you did it still resonate. And I think there might even be a way to, to redo Strengths Finder. Go online and, and look 
up like ways to maybe take the quiz again and see what's changed. Um, even if you don't do the quiz or strengths finder, think about where are you when you're when you're getting like feedback or accolades or kudos from people you work with, what are you doing that's really well you're doing really well? And where do you feel like you're in your genius zone? Where do you feel like you contribute the most? And like, also like, what do you love to do? I'm, you're, if you're really good at it, chances are you, you're going to at least like to do it. So those, those two things often go hand in hand, um, but not always. But think about five to 10 things that you're really good at. And don't be humble or shy, or this is not the time to like talk yourself out of it. If you truly think you're good at it, put it down, write it down. No one's going to look at this workbook unless you show them. This is for you. Next, I want you to think about people, what people frequently ask you to help them with. So when people come to you and they're like, could you help me with, or would you be able to take on, or would you be able to do this? Or, hey, can I get your thoughts on? Think about all of those things that people come to you and, and ask for you to help them with. It could be friends, it could be family, it could be coworkers. Um, but think about, yeah, where, where you often help others. And then think about, what you're good at, what people often ask you to do or help them with. And think about within those lists, like think about what energizes you. Like sometimes people can come to ask you to help them with like, hey, you're really good at, um, I don't know, you're, you're really good at navigating traffic. I don't know. I'm just making this up. Would you be able to drive my kids to soccer practice? Like, no. People might come to ask you, I don't know, that was sort of a ridiculous example, but people might come to ask you to help them with things that you just don't want to do and that don't energize you that are, you know, soul sucking. Don't list those, but think about the things that you get asked to help people with and your strengths, and then come up with a few things, three things that you feel energized when you're helping others. It's like, yes, I'm helping them. We're doing this. We're getting this result. This is really fun for me. This is really exciting. And I'm in my sweet spot. What are those things? And then in the next section, section three, I want you to think about your ideal client. So welcome to the ultimate power move. As a business owner, you get to choose who you work with or who you work for. You get to choose your dream client. In every business adventure, the secret to success is to understand your client's pain points and come to the rescue with your own unique set of skills. So the only way that you can identify what their pain points might be is if you know who you want to serve as a business owner. So be the answer to these um, ideal clients' prayers and watch them wonder where you've been all this time. So knowing who it is that you want to serve is absolutely imperative when it comes to finding those people, creating any sort of content online to attract your ideal clients. It's different than working for as an employee, because as an employee, you we don't necessarily get to choose unless you get to hire your own team. Um, and even then, sometimes these people aren't your ideal people to work with, <laughs> but you gotta, you have a timeline to hit and you have this person seems to fit the bill pretty well and you got to make a hiring decision. No, that's not what this is about. This is about crafting your own peace. This is about crafting your own happy island of bliss where you wake up every day and you love the people you work with. I'm not saying it's all going to be sunshine, sunshine and roses every day as a business owner with clients, but you get to put up the velvet rope of who you allow in and 
who you do not allow into your business. So think about people who you love helping. Who are some of the, your favorite coworkers in corporate America or your favorite coworkers that you've worked with in, in any job? Um, who, who did, what type of people did you like to work with? And your ideal client is a total fictional person. It's not a real person. So think of just make someone up. Who's that ideal person? And what type of people do you love helping? And what is their life like? Like, are they, are they family oriented? What matters to them? Are they career oriented? Are they, do they move fast, but think slow? Do they make quick decisions? Um, do they, I don't know what pain points do they have? That's the next one. You know, what do they struggle with the most? And the reason why you want to understand what their life is like is because if you can put yourself in their shoes, the easier it will be to pitch them, to say keywords that'll be music to their ears and for you to position your offer or service, whatever it is you're selling in a way that they're going to say, where have you been all my life? Where do I sign? So understand who you love to help, what their life is like, and what they struggle the most with. The next section is your offer. So I spoke about that just a little bit ago, but once you know who it is you want to help, that's going to make it much easier for you to decide what is it that I want to offer them. I know they struggle with all of these things, and I love working with these types of people. I also know I have strengths in these areas, and I get really energized doing this type of work. So that right there is your secret sauce to create your offer. So remember what you listed as your top strengths and brainstorm how you'll serve your ideal clients and solve their problems like the boss you're about to be. So to recap, list down your ideal clients' top pain points. What are they? Where do they struggle? What are they in pain with? And how are you going to come relieve their pain? Using your strengths, answer this question. I could solve their pain points by doing this. And then list out ways that you could solve their pain points based upon what you do really well and what you love to do. And then list out ways, list out possible products or services that you could implement that will solve their pain point. And list as many as you can think of. And then from the previous question, the possible products or services, from there, create three ideas of what your offer could be. It could be, I want to help small business owners who struggle with social media and who have no time to grow their social presence, but know they need to because they need to build a business and they need to market themselves online. I am the answer to their prayers because I take the social media management off their hands so they can focus on doing what they do best, which is run their business. Maybe that's what you'd want to do. Or maybe it's, I have a client who, um, you know, often needs help with uh, project management, who has big, you know, who maybe your client is a CIO who has a huge roadmap to deliver, who has huge programs and projects they need to be on the hook for, and they don't have the right team to do it. And you know, you, you are a really great person when it comes to delivering programs and projects. And you are the answer to all their prayers because you can get those initiatives to built, done, and out the door and done well with quality. So maybe that's you. Um, Think of your different, think, think of three ideas of how you can solve your client's pain points. 
So next we're going to talk about having a strategy and plan. So this is all well and good. You've identified like your strengths, your, who you want to work with, the type of work you want to offer your ideal client. That's all well and good. But if you don't do anything with that, it's just going to sit on paper and your business isn't going to go anywhere. So as you hone in on your business idea, the next step is really crafting a plan to delve deeper into your industry. You need to connect with potential clients and bring your vision to life. So I want you to think of five different, I want you to choose five different actions to take over the next five days and assign yourself one task per day. This is going to start building momentum with your business. This is going to start taking your business off the paper and into the world. So pick five things and assign one thing to each day for five days. So it can all start with you read a book on your chosen industry. You could read a book about the pain points that your ideal client faces. You can attend an event, virtual or otherwise, where your ideal client is likely to be. I think that's something people often over overlook is there, are, depending on where you live, if you live in a major city, there are many events happening on any given weeknight that you can pop in where your ideal client is hanging out. Go there, talk to them, learn from them, understand what their pain points are, and start talking about your business. You could attend an industry event, a virtual one or otherwise, to connect with fellow peers or enroll in an online course, get more education on starting your business or a webinar to learn more about starting a business or about your target audience. You could compile a list of three to five individuals already working in your industry to learn from their experience and client approach. You could choose two people from that list to meet with this week and schedule a time to connect. Or you could schedule time with maybe three to five people you know who could be your ideal client to learn more about their pain points and do some market research to further hone your, your offer. You could listen to two to three webinars or podcasts from experts in the industry you've chosen. You could create a list and research methods you might want to implement that'll help you establish yourself as an expert. Like you might want to implement a website or start a blog or a podcast or a new social media account, or do one post on social media that starts putting some feelers out there. And then finally, think about maybe three to five successful people that are doing something similar to your business. Learn as much as you can about what they're doing, how they are doing it, why they're doing it, who their clients are, and write down what inspires you, and even what doesn't. So I hope that gives you a list. Choose five of those actions. They're all printed for you in the business blueprint and um, pick five of those, but not so fast. We're not quite done. So I'm really glad you made it this far. Um, huge step into starting your business. These are all momentum build builders that are going to get you that much closer than where you started when we started this podcast 15, 20 minutes ago. So remember you're creating a business. And so how will you stay committed to your goals? You've got a life. Maybe you have a family. Maybe you have a full-time job that's super demanding and you're listening to this on like a super fast feed speed so you can just get the most out of it. How are you going to stay committed to actually implementing what you're learning? So often we go to things and we learn, 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 only to forget about it the next day. Well, that's not what we do here. You downloaded this worksheet and I'd like to see you implement the steps. We are not people who download worksheets and not follow through. So I want you to list out obstacles that could prevent you from com completing your five-day plan and actions that you'll do to, to stay committed. So what are all of the things that could get in the way? 
Look at your calendar. What do you have planned? Where are there small little slots of free time, 15, 20 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, where you can open up this workbook and get to work, answer one or two questions, and you can keep chipping away. But think of all of those things that might prevent you from wanting to do this. Mental exhaustion, the vacuuming, the laundry, the housing projects, picking kids up from school, um, the full back-to-back meetings that you have, the full days you have at work. Um, You're going on a trip, you're traveling, whatever it is, think of five obstacles that could prevent you. And then list two ways which you will hold yourself accountable to completing this five-day plan on time. So you're going to commit to me. You can send me a DM on LinkedIn or um, Instagram and tell me I'm going to complete this uh, plan, Holly, and this is by what date? Are you going to commit to a friend? Are you going to, I don't know, reward yourself at the end of the five days if I complete this? Then I'm going to reward myself with maybe a massage or a facial or a I don't know, a nice meal out, but think of two ways which you'll which will keep yourself accountable to completing this five-day plan on time. And then you're on your way. So you did it. If you get to the end of this guide and you fully build this out, amazing job. Keep the momentum going. You should be really impressed with yourself that you got this far because you took a key step towards starting a business by putting plans and in action into place right here. Just remember. There's going to be tough days and busy days and days where you just want to Netflix and chill. I have them all the time. But just remember to keep going. One foot in front of the other and don't stop. I'm right here with you. So literally, I'm here. I am your guide to help you do this thing, to get this business off the ground. So if you get stuck or if you have questions or if you want to dive deeper into launching your business, book a call with me. Um, I let, My link is in the show notes. It's a Calendly link and book a 20-minute call. Let's talk. Let's get you unstuck. I want to answer your questions and I want to see you get this off the ground. And I also want to see you in my program, The Consultant Code, which is going to open up later this year. So go to theconsultantcode.com and join the wait list so that you can be the first to know when doors open, there's going to be limited seats and I will open those seats to the wait list first. So go to theconsultantcode.com, sign up to be on the wait list to learn more. I'd love to see you in class so we can go deep into your business. And just to get you more momentum with this guide, I don't want you to get stuck. I don't want you to um, get frustrated or discouraged. And I really don't want to see you print this off and never touch it again. So book a call with me. Let's jump on the phone for 20 minutes and make sure you've got your questions answered and you've got momentum. So one foot forward friend, and I look forward to hearing how this business blueprint works for you. Please send me your business ideas, send me your progress. I want to know you can book that 20 minute call with me. Let's chat. I want to hear how it's going. You can send me a DM DM on Instagram at Holly Knoll or on LinkedIn, Holly Knoll on LinkedIn. So those are all the ways to get in touch. So I want you to get in touch. Seriously. Um, Thank you for listening today. It has been wonderful and super exciting walking you through this guide. These are all steps that I have walked through myself and I just get re-energized about my own business and about working with you when I walk through these steps because it just reminds me who I am here to help, why I do what I do, and it gives me momentum to keep going too. So thank you for listening today. I am so glad you're here and a listener of the Everyday Entrepreneur Podcast, and I hope to hear from you soon. Take care, friend.